Amen. Please remain standing for the reading of the gospel this morning from Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning in the first verse. I am reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret." And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of the Lord for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. The gospel lesson this morning comes from Matthew. And usually on Ash Wednesday, I preach Joel, but Pastor Walter, I was ready for something different today. This feels like a new season that God is moving us into. When we encounter the gospel lesson this morning, we encounter Jesus in the middle of his Sermon on the Mount. Now, right before Jesus preaches this Sermon on the Mount, Jesus spends 40 days in the wilderness being tempted by the devil and prodded by the devil and teased by the devil. And when he comes out of this wilderness journey, he preaches a sermon that's really on the side of a hill, not so much a mountaintop. But he preaches a sermon that gives us very clear instructions about what God requires of the people called Christian. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we are so grateful that you have allowed us into this, your presence, one more time. Lord, we're mindful of those who were with us last year and the year before and the year before. 
who are not with us today. And we give you thanks for those people, oh God. And we pray that you would focus us in your presence. That this Lenten season may become all about you, oh God. Not about our piety or our holiness or our righteousness, but all about you, oh God. So Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. And take this, your servant, and hide her behind that old rugged cross. So that everything that is said and everything that is done comes straight from you, O God. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ash Wednesday is a very unusual day in the life of the church and in the life of the community. When I woke up this morning, I reached for my phone, and there was a slew of posts on Facebook saying, gone for Lent. (laughs) Some said they'll return on Sundays, and some said, I'll see you at Easter. And then when I went to the salon this morning to get my hair done, I was there not on my usual day and not in my usual attire, Pastor Walter, but I I was all dressed up and they wanted to know what was happening today. And there will be many who wonder what is happening today. They will wonder why people are walking around with dirty foreheads or why people are flocking into church communities or prayer groups or different places. They will wonder what is the meaning of all of this. And in contemporary Christianhood, we like the meaning to be that we can prove to God and to each other that we are really good at being followers of Jesus Christ. I mean, come on, what's Lent without being able to tell everybody that you're going to be gone from Facebook all all Lent? Or that you can't drink that because you gave it up for Lent? Or that you can't eat those Girl Scout cookies because you gave them up for Lent? I mean, what's Lent without being able to tell everybody that you are spectacular at following Jesus? And yet, here we are with the gospel lesson this morning that is peculiar for such a time as this. It would seem that during the Lenten season, we would want everyone to know that we are set apart, that we are marked by Christ, that we have a purpose for this season. And Jesus says, Beware of practicing your piety, your righteousness, your holiness. Beware of being holier than thou before others to be seen by them. For then you have no reward in heaven. And whenever you give alms, it's interesting that the text here is translated alms because the word means mercy. Whenever you have an act of mercy toward a person, hmm, do not announce it to everyone. 
sound a trumpet before you. Because that's what the hypocrites do. So that they might receive the praise of other high, holy people. And whenever you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by everyone else. So, go into your secret place and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret so that your father who sees in secret will reward you. And the lectionary skips over the next bit of the text here because the next bit of the text here is Jesus teaching us to pray, saying, pray then this day. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven those who are our debtors. Rescue us from the evil one, and don't forget to forgive me. Then Jesus goes on and says, don't walk around like somebody's beating you up or beating you down or holding you hostage. Don't walk around so that everyone will know that you don't know what was on Facebook yesterday. But comb your hair. Put oil on your head. Whatever makeup you usually wear, wear it. And wash your face. Because if you're doing all of this for someone else, or to get on someone's good list, or so that the Sunday school teacher or the preacher or the musician or your accountability partner will pat you on your back and tell you how good you are. If you're doing it for anybody other than you and God, don't bother. Don't bother with the fasting or praying or serving or don't bother with the even going to church. Don't bother with giving up the Coca-Cola in Coca-Cola town, which is really hard. Because if your heart is not right, If your heart's not in it, 
if we're doing it because this is what we do every year and I've been doing it since my grandmama took me to church all those years ago. If you're doing it because everybody else is. And not because you need to center yourself in the presence of God. Not because you need to get the noise to become more silent. Do it because you know your life with God depends on it. Because Lent is really about getting clear about who you worship. My mama said, tell the truth and shame the devil. And I'll tell you, sometimes I worship the Coca-Cola. I depend on a chai tea latte with almond milk, no water, and peppermint to get me going on my day. I can't keep going unless I stop by the Apple store at least every now and then to sniff the apple smell. This season is to understand that if God is not our all in all, if we are trusting and believing in something else, even ourselves, or someone else to help us through this journey, then it's empty. This Lent, I invite you to be in prayer and to figure out what it is that is in charge of your heart. When you wake up in the morning, is God the first that you think of? Do you say, good morning, God, thank you for this very special day? Or do you reach for the iPhone, the tablet, the remote control so Robin Roberts can tell you how to go about your day. When you have a problem, do you call your BFF, your mom, your dad, your cousin, your godparents? Or do you get silent in the presence of God and ask for guidance in that secret place? And when things get really hard, do we get mad because we expect that because we are following God that we ought not have the bumps and bruises that other people have in life? So dig deep. 
For what is most important to you is what rules your heart. And if we get really honest, which is what this season is for, if we get really honest with ourselves, we might say, Lord, give us a clean heart. Because what's most important to me is not you. Give me a clean heart so I might serve you. Lord, live my heart so In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.